Hello and welcome to the continuation of Game Train's Next Generation special week of daily podcasts. I'm Callan Davidson. Joining me is Carl the Lyrical Smith. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right. So, folks, we've got another hardware review tonight. That's right. I did the Series S the other night. Well, today, Carl picked up... Yesterday, sorry. Carl picked up his Series X. And he's yes. going to talk us through all of the Series X stuff. We just watched his unboxing on the stream just before, and now we're going to talk about it in our mini review here. So, Carl, uh, how was it? Beautiful. The thing is beautiful. So, I'm I'm really glad that I was able to uh, play so much of like games like Assassin's Creed, you know, for so long on the normal Xbox One X. So, um, just for reference, I was I've been playing on the One X for the last couple of years. Um, so that's what I'll be mostly comparing it to. Um, and it's still, it looks lovely. The funny thing is, firstly, when you first turn it on, just like Callum was saying with the S, the transfer is just made so simple. Mm -hmm. They make the steps really easy. They guide you through it. As soon as it opens, you uh, bring out your phone, open the app and put the code that's in the TV and it connects straight in there with your own profile. It even opens up, like I went through, um, you can't even see it back there because it's really blurry and teeny tiny on Callum's, but there's rows and rows of games and groups that I put games in and they're all alphabetical order, big games, indies, online games, apps. Um, and I'd spent a long time doing that on my Xbox One X. So I was like, oh, I'm going to have to do all that again with my collection. But no, it takes your whole dashboard over, puts it back exactly like it used to be. Um, and I was one of the first people that were like, man, I wish the dashboard changed. I wish it wasn't the same. But after it opened and everything was as it was, I'm like, no, actually, it's nice to be back. It's nice to be home. <laughs> um, and then transferring games over is super easy. Put it straight onto a uh, external hard drive or put transfer it via network. It's brilliant. The downside is I transferred my Valhalla game. I did it via USB, so it took a little while. Mm -hmm. um, and then once it was on there, about, let's say, 15, 20 minutes to transfer the 46 or 43 gigabyte game and I was like all right let's do this and they're like no 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 you need another 46 gigs to get the upgraded version wow so it's massive a massive update some of them not so big like Tony Hawk's upgrade was five gigs and yeah so on um Destiny's was massive Destiny 2 that took ages and I think it's finally ready so I'll be jumping into that later I haven't had a chance yet is that the Beyond um, Light expansion as well Yes, as well. Mm -hmm. And it's also upgrading the whole thing. So the cool thing about the Xbox Series X is when you go to play a game, instead of saying this game requires an update, it says this game requires an upgrade. Right. And so it asks you to, before you open any game, like Dirt 5, I tried to play um, anything like that. Valhalla, I tried Assassin's Creed Odyssey just to have a look at it. And they're like, nope, you need to upgrade this game and turn it into an official Xbox series x title and it's adding all the textures and everything that it needs to become that new next gen version of that game and it's just so fun like firstly the first thing you notice is a, just like everyone's been saying is that quick resume between games is brilliant mm -hmm. and the loading is like nuts like you were saying you got to experience that on the s as well i believe oh the fast loading yeah yeah i get because uh, it's the yeah. ssd text so yeah i've been loving my fast load screens especially for a game like valhalla which is so big and a big thing with Odyssey was that there was big loading screens, et cetera. And for those to be cut down to minimal time, like you still got loading screens there, but they're only like five seconds, bang you back into it wherever you were. Um, other games like Yakuza had the quicker again, but that's a different style of game, et cetera. But yeah. 
Yeah, and I've been I've been loving that. And also, I've been playing um, Tetris Effect Connected, okay. um, which has been a lot of fun. And we'll talk about that at a later date. But it's so fun for a game like that, which is just kind of like a mini puzzle game. Clear your head. I'll jump in and play some of that. And I'll be like, all right, I'm ready for Assassin's Creed now. And it just opens. Like, you just go back in. It's like five to ten seconds between games mm-hmm. instead of minutes, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's been... That's been the first thing I've noticed. And just seeing the actual, the beautiful detail. We've seen 4K before, but seeing it run so smoothly and load so quickly and not struggling. Yeah. It's like, it feel, you can feel the jump mm-hmm. in that in itself, in that it's not working its ass off just to run this thing. So it feels like the difference of buying it like a whole new computer with all the tech put in and being able to run it on you know ultra settings and not have to wait. So that that feels really beautiful. Um, what else can I say about this thing? Uh, oh yeah, here's the controller. So how is your controller experience compared to the Elite Two? Because you've got the Elite Two Two controller. That's a great question, and um, I'm both sad and relieved to say that the Xbox Series X bundled controller doesn't hold a candle to the Elite Two controller. Like. Not even close, night and day. This feels like, you know, like Fisher and Price, my first controller compared to playing on the Elite still, which I'm glad for because I'm sad because it doesn't have this unreal controller straight out the box compared to the Elite. But I'm glad because that thing is so expensive. You want it to feel premium. And they did intend for that to be a forward compatible controller to use with the next generation of consoles. And it feels like that still. So that is still very much a premium product that is worth getting for the Xbox. Now... Uh, for the Xbox Series X, I should say. We did, you have spoken about that new share button. Yes, yeah, we went through that on the S review, yep. But if you want to recap real quick. There. Yep, so that share button, you know, just press that button and it acts like the same as screenshot or capture, but you can actually remap that to do anything you want, as you can with every button on this controller. But the share button, they make really easy to find in the menu. You just jump in there and says, what do you want this button to do? Do you want it to go to your party chat mm-hmm. or, you know, straight to your um, queue of loading and updates, or you can press it to, you know, so you can just press that button and see how much you've got left to update something or whatever. So that's really cool. And that that isn't on the Elite. However, the Elite still does have the four paddles on the back, which this one doesn't. Okay. And uh, you can set those paddles to do exactly everything that this share button has. So you're not losing anything in the Elite as well. Cool. Having said that, this does bring over a lot of features from the Elite, like the, um, that, uh, textured background, um, back mm-hmm. base sort of thing that makes yep. it like, you know, which you have on the uh, the S as well. And it's got it as well on the triggers, which is really cool to see in a default controller, not yep. in something that you have to pay premium for. Um, downside though, still does have those AA batteries that you got to put in, or you have to buy a charge and play kit. Yes. Yeah. Thank, thank God the charge and play is USB-C though. I'm really happy about USB-C being um, a normal part of this generation. Doesn't yeah. want to focus. No, anymore, that, you that, guys that's know. not focusing. But yes, no. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's really cool. I like that being a normal part of Xbox. Um, what else can we say? I've, I'm I'm jumping between games behind me right now. This you can see it's really blurry. This is the uh, map screen right here for Assassin's Creed. Valhalla and uh, I've been jumping between that and having a little play of Tony Hawk Mm -hmm. which I've just switched to Tony Hawk right now and you can see that's the blurry Tony Hawk title screen and there I am in Tony Hawk now and I'm uh, 
in the character selection screen all blurry right there. That's my mm -hmm. character spinning around with this board. So it's just, it's insane being able to jump between, between these two games. And there you can see the Assassin's Creed logo again. So I've jumped back again, switched and decided, no, I want to play Assassin's Creed. And there's the map screen. And I'm going into the uh, inventory if I want, straight out of that. And I can walk around in Assassin's Creed and head out this cave right here. Wow, very nice, very nice. Oh, right. yeah. It's, yeah. It is as fast as that. Okay. Brilliant. Cool. All right, chat. Have you guys got any questions for Carl? We've got one here from Rep straight away. Have you tested movies in 4K 120 FPS? Ah, uh, no, I haven't. And I don't think I'll be able to test 120 FPS because I don't have a TV that supports HDMI 2.1 yet, mm -hmm. which breaks my heart. So I'm not sure. I think you need a TV that'll run that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry to say that. Forza would look amazing, 4K 120. Yeah, absolutely it would. And also, as I mentioned in the unboxing, you do need to use a specific HDMI 2.1 cable to unlock that 120 frames per second. Mm -hmm. um, it won't do it with a normal HDMI. So if it's not quite long enough and you need to buy a different cable for whatever reason for your setup, yep. make sure you buy one that is compatible with that. Okay. Um, and most of the sort of higher-end new TVs that you get that are 4K... Uh, will have that HDMI 2.1 compatibility, but make sure you ask for that so you can experience it. Yes, nice, nice. Uh, is there anything else you feel like adding? Like, how did you find the hard drive space? You've got about 800 gigs here. Yeah, so 800 gigs in that. So I feel like that's all right so far for me. Um, I, I do wish there was more, of course. And as soon as the external SSD drives become available, I will get myself some of those. Mm -hmm. um, so... Let's see if I can click on that right now. I'm just trying to have a look at um, I have installed not a lot. So I've got Valhalla on there and I've got um, Destiny 2 and Tetris is mm -hmm. all I've got like on the actual unit. Everything else though, it was really easy. I literally unplugged it and plugged it straight in out of my Xbox One X into my Series X and I could play all the games straight out of the hard drive. I was in and playing um, inside straight except, away. Except for those nice patches. Um, do, you, do you have any suggestions on TVs that are worth getting for the console? Um, I know LG's, um, uh, their OLED LG. series, their OLED yeah, series. Is it, that, is it the Q or something? The CQ? No, no. Uh, the C9, um, etc. Yeah. And also, uh, the CX does it, does the HDMI 2.1. Um, I'm not sure which Samsung TVs do. I'm, I'm pretty sure there is a Samsung TV that does, but I'm not sure which one does off the top of my head. But I know for sure the LG OLED does. Um, yeah. Last year's models and this year's models both do it. Um, nice. So, yeah, um, if I was to get one myself, that's the sort of TV I'd go for. Uh, would it yeah. be better to wait? Look, I'd say within 12 months, Rep, you'll see um, a lot more TVs with 2.1. Um, HDMI, because um, it was yep. only new tech last year, which LG kicked off within their in their um, C series, etc. TVs, um, and now we're um, yeah, or nine series, sorry, because it's like A B C D E F or whatever. Yeah, of course. For theirs, but yes, uh, they're nine series, and now they've got the X series. Um, not to be confused with the. Thank you, Zandog, for the raid. That's right, we're doing this live on Twitch as well, folks. Thank you so much, Zandog, for the raid. How goes it, buddy? Um, yeah, so LG um, would be a a good one to look at, but I think in 12 months' time, we'll see most TVs, new TVs coming out yeah. with it in it. 
it's it's a very tricky one. Like like anything, especially in technology, um, the question of is it better to wait is an impossible one to answer because it'll always be better to wait. Things will always be cheaper and better and faster, and things like updates will happen to consoles or PCs. Um, so waiting budget-wise is always the best, but it's up to you when you yourself want to have a specific product and when you want to join the conversation and, and be part of that, uh, which, you know, it's it's a real trigger. It's just like buying new games. It's like, do I buy it on release or do I wait till it's half price and all the DLC and all the bugs are out? Like, it's mm. it's a hard question to answer, oh, really. Well, the TV industry moves so quick as well. It's always chopping and changing and it's insane. Like, from now, 12 months on, they'll be talking about some other crazy technology for TVs and stuff like that. So if someone That's goes, it. oh, when's the right time to buy a TV? I say uh, whenever you have the money and you find what's right for you. Pretty much yeah. if you sit there and wait year after year after year, um, you miss out or you might miss a good deal. I missed a good deal because I waited. So Yeah, that's true. And then you're stuck with like having to pay more or waiting even longer. Mm-hmm. Um, just to reiterate on before, I have got Valhalla, Tetris Effect. Um, those are the only two that are in there. I've got the Falconeer and Dirt 5 downloading now. Yep. Uh, and so far it says I'm on 6.8%. Okay. Usage of the internal hard drive. Nice. Uh, has anyone else got any questions about the Xbox Series X review before Carl has to go? If not, we'll uh, we'll begin to wrap this up, folks. But um, yeah, because you know these are just our mini pods that we're doing all this week and into probably yes. next week as well with the PlayStation Five stuff. Oof, oofy, doofy. Uh, oh my goodness gracious! Yeah. Yeah, no, all oh, good. PlayStation Five will be fun though. That's gonna be that's gonna be interesting because that's the big changeover to see how easy it is to bring across your stuff onto there because we go to a different UI and all that. But that's PlayStation Talk. We're gonna keep that out of the Xbox yeah. Talk, I think. For those that are yes, interested, absolutely. All right, Carl, I think we'll wrap this one up now. All right, folks, thank you so much for listening to this Xbox Series X review. It was a bit more brief than the S, but we went through most things in detail in the S, which the X yes. does. But as we said, a bit better again. And also, um, just to reiterate, this we've only just started, like I've only just started dabbling in this because yesterday, as you know, for a new console, most of the day is spent, you know, transferring files and downloading updates and moving things. And I'm still going through that now. So when I've jumped in and had a lot deeper of a look of these games in the actual Xbox Series X mode, like I'll check out Gears 5 and Forza, um, and really have a play and see what that feels like. And I'll do a lot more online stuff and playing with other friends online with their Xbox Series Xs. Um, I'll have a lot more to say soon, but we just wanted to get our first impressions out as quick as we could to you. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank, thank you. you so much for listening. And this has been Game Train. Oh.